independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, middle class, health care, all the stuff talked about last night and that State of the Union. What did you think of it? Man, I couldn't sleep except extremely well. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I'll be honest. I listened to a little bit of it today. I didn't because I don't care. I think 20, 30 years ago, it really meant something when we didn't see politics 24-7 a day, uh, which is all we see now. I mean, turn on the television 24-7. You got politics everywhere. You got Twitter. You got Instagram. You got TikTok and all the other things. I I don't think, uh, I think back in the day, people used to pay attention to it because you didn't see it much. You didn't. They were going to give an overview, right? Well, we get an overview every five minutes. Like, if you never heard a briefing of intelligence, like, hey, we got all this information about something, you'd be like, oh, my God, that 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 all particularly. That, that. But if you hear it every single day, you're like, yeah, nothing's changed since yesterday. And it's kind of what it's become. They come out. Now it's become even it used to be about the president delivering a state of the union, our union. I am delivering a message about the state of our union. Now it's, I'm delivering a message of which you will fire things back. Everybody's going to raise a bunch of money. We're all going to at each other. It's going to become more farcical, more kabuki theater. And at the end of the day, we have learned nothing new. Last night, it was about the middle class. For decades, the middle class has been hollowed out in more than, and not no one administration, but for a long time. Too many good paying manufacturing jobs move overseas. Factories closed down. Once thriving cities and towns that many of you represent became shadows of what they used to be. And along the way, something else we lost. Pride. I ran for president to fundamentally change things, to make sure our economy works for everyone, so we can all feel that pride in what we do. You lost the middle class because of intelligentsia, the the academia, the people that live up in the ivory towers. You lost the middle class and that middle class you talk about, that strong union worker, those you lost that because you've decided that uh, people degrees matter more and that they should look down upon people who work with their hands and things of that nature. You, you you've decided that uh, men can have babies. Of course they can. Happens all the time, every day. You lost those people because you stopped caring about them, and the Republicans, oddly enough, started to pick them up. They did. You cared more about the tech class and the media class than you did the people that were the working class. And so you're trying to rein them in. And that's the one thing about Biden, right? Biden's that union kind of guy that everybody, but he realizes that I'm also in a area now of a group of people that they represent all big corporation. Both sides do. They all represent big corporation. They all represent, you know, Palo Alto to Manhattan, Los Angeles to San Francisco, San Francisco to Seattle, Seattle to Chicago. They represent that Everybody does. It's, it, it, did anything change? No. Did we learn anything? No. I think the thing that was probably the most controversial, if there was anything that was controversial last night, was this. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. 
I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a... We're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be responded. It was never on the books. That's disingenuous. That was a lie. He knows it. You 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 took one person, Rick Scott, Florida, and you ran with his 11-point plan, which you knew was never going to go anywhere. It's never been on the books. It, you're going back to the playbook that works because people don't pay attention and they think you want to get rid of Medicare and Social Security. By the way, don't have to worry about it. It's going to get rid of itself. Between 2023 and 2035, unless we start doing something different, at some point, these things are going to get so rickety and start to tip over one way or another that it's going to become insolvent. But you don't have to worry about that, right, Mr. President, because not trying to be mean, but 2035 is a long way away. And just saying but it was disingenuous none of that stuff was ever gonna happen it was never on the table it was never on the table they've said from jump kevin mccarthy and everybody oh we got people to people agreed it was never there you put it out there as if that was always on the table it was never on the table it was much of the same because that's what we, we we get we get we get the usual stuff. How much time did he spend? Let's talk about immigration because there was some stuff he talked about last night. Most of it, healthcare, economy, right? Comes out, talks about the greatest thing in the history of the world. My administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. Under the previous administration, the American deficit went up four years in a row because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. Nearly 25% of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. They're the facts, Jack. Check it out. How did Congress respond to that debt? They did the right thing. They lifted the debt ceiling three times without preconditions or crisis. So where do we start here for this? Okay, first of all, uh, let's all put some stuff in context. Is he right about the 25%? Yes. Is there a reason for that? Well, Congress had emergency pandemic funding that they threw in there. Oh, did you cut the deficit? Well, you wanted to spend a lot more. And in fact, Moody's, who you quote all the time, talks about the fact in reality, well, yes, some stuff would have risen under Trump. That is absolutely true because that's what government does. Uh, the truth is, uh, you cutting deficit had to do with the fact that you couldn't spend as much as you want. And in many cases, the the you have raised the deficit and continue to add to our debt based on a lot of the stuff that you have done. So disingenuous. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, we act like it was a normal time. We told human beings to stay home. And then we're going to pay you to do so. And then we come up with all these pandemic funds of which you dipped into the minute you had a chance as well. We need to extend it. We need to give them more money. We need to tell them to stay home. That's the stuff. Everybody knows it's crap. That's why you don't watch. You don't get to talk. There's no talk. The immigration was, it was, it was, there were flybys. They were flybys. And let's also come together on immigration. Make it a bipartisan issue once again. We know we now have a record number of personnel working to secure the border. 
Unlawful migration from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela has come down 97% as a consequence of that. But American border problems won't be fixed until Congress acts. If we don't pass my comprehensive immigration reform, at least pass my plan to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border. And a pathway to citizenship for dreamers. Yeah. You had a chance of that. Let's not let's not forget that Trump offered a pathway to citizenship to not just the dreamers that were on there. He offered more than that for his wall. And it looked like there was something that was going to get done. And then that was killed. We forget about that. Oh, yeah. No, no, because there's a trade off. Right. You got to secure the border. But it was such a flyby. Right. It was it was a crop dusting of 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 state of the union stuff that mattered. And we it's all of it's disingenuous. And it's it's we'll touch on it throughout some of the you know day. We'll get maybe a little bit deeper into a little bit later and bits and pieces here. But the, the, the facts are. Are you better off? Do you feel that way since 2009? Half in the USA, and this is the highest since 2009, say they are worse off. Oh. Half. Half. You can spin it how you want. But if we're going to go with the polls, we're going to look at stuff. And again, polls are polls. Data is data. You can manipulate. You can do all these kind of things. But according to the latest Gallup poll, not since 2008, 2009 since we've been in this. And that was the Great Recession. Uh, Oh. Oh. Very little on Ukraine, which, by the way, Zelensky speaking right now in London. Surprise trip there. Very little on China. I mean, he made some a little effort here and there, but uh, uh, he just it was, you know, you have to paint a picture. And that's what I guess he tried to do. Again, I listened to some of it. I like to listen because I just to me listening to it is I don't have to have the distractions of the the hisses, the ooze, the looking at people and stuff. I can you, you can get a better feel, I think, at times in situations like this, because I think you can be uh, especially in today's world where they're always flashing something about this or that. I think you can soak it up a little bit better. Eh, eh, it is what it is. Right. If you if you like Biden, you still like Biden. If you didn't like Biden, you still don't like Biden. We're still nation divided. And I think a vast majority of us are going, are we better off today than we were two years ago, four years ago? Do we feel happier today? Do we feel more secure today? Those are the questions that you ask in your state of the union on a daily basis. When you stand in front of your family and you look around and go, are we in a better situation? 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter Tweet, text, love hearing from all of you. A lot of stuff to get to. Uh, Kids, we've got a new king. That is truly the king. We'll touch on that as well. Martina Navratilova apparently stepped in it. People are mad because she pointed something out in this Woke Wednesday, and it's kind of funny uh, uh, because, again, you can't point out truths because if you do, somehow you're a bad person. I don't know how we got here, but when truth became the enemy of reality, that is not 
a good place for us to be, and that is not healthy for our union, if you will. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Did you watch the State of the Union? We've got a poll up. Yes, no. Was it yesterday? Those are the three uh, answers you can give. We'll give you the results so far on that. My Pillow right now has My Pillow 2.0 with new special thread that is cooling thread it's a new technology they have patented it's right here in the united states of america and it's awesome so my pillow 2.0 they made the pillow better and it's an opportunity for you to get it right now you buy one you get one free it's a cooling technology that is amazing so this new thread so you still got the great my pillow patented fill all of the other stuff but now with this new thread it keeps you cooler it's smoother. It's more comfortable than ever before. And right now, you can buy one and get one free. You do this by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use code Benson at the radio checkout there. Type in code Benson. You're going to buy one of these pillows and get another one free. Imagine you have the best pillow and now making it better and not only buying one but getting another one. Try it now. MyPillow.com. Use promo code Benson. MyPillow.com. Promo code Benson. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. On behalf of our conscripts who are being trained now, including here in Britain. Thank you, Britain. Zelensky today speaking to the Brits. Surprise uh, trip over to Britain, uh, to London, and giving a speech uh, meeting with uh, many of the leaders over there. And it is uh, it's very interesting. Again, there's a there's crop dusting of stuff last night when it came to foreign issues with our president and the State of the Union. And it's, you know, I mean, how important is it? Well, it's important enough. I mean, you've got one of the closest allies of Putin. I've heard nobody talk about this. One of the closest allies of Putin said soon he's going to no longer hide the fact that he's going into Poland. Here's how this thing changes if Ukraine falls and he decides to take on Poland. We're in a world war. That's how this changes. In a second. We're in a global fight. Like that. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a... That's crazy. Yeah, it is. But that's uh, where we are at this point in time. Again, it's just kind of a glossing over of some stuff. Just a glossing. Speaking of stuff that's getting glossed over right now, what's going on in Syria and Turkey? And it's, uh, I heard somebody say this. I only have so much, uh, well, I'm paraphrasing here for myself. So many people only have so much give a blank. Right? I and That bucket, for some people, isn't, Full, but it shows you how blessed we are to live in this country 
when you look at what's going on, and our footprints are all over the world. Let's not pretend that they aren't. Let's not pretend that we haven't been a bull in a china store and there are issues. But usually when stuff goes sideways, we come up and we say, all right, we, these are human beings. We need to take care of them. What's going on in Syria and what's going on in Turkey right now is a catastrophe that has been a while since we've seen something like this that's in our focus. The only reason we're paying attention to it is because it's in Turkey as well. I don't think we'd pay as much attention if it was strictly Syria. More than 70 countries and 14 international organizations have now offered aid to Turkey, but the concern is growing that Syria, ravaged by years of civil war, is getting far less help, due in part to economic sanctions and political conflict. An estimated 23 million people have been affected by Monday's earthquake. And, uh... Right now, the last I look, it's it, depending on where you look. CNN has 11 million. I've seen a few other websites that have 15 million. Some report, I mean, 15,000. So you got 11,000 to 15,000 dead already, and that number is only going to continue to rise. And getting help there is virtually impossible. And and we need to. We there's there's. I mean, it is. It's it's heartbreaking seeing some of these pictures, and horrific. Uh, what are we going to do? Are we going to do anything? We're going to send some help, but is it going to be enough? 323-538-2423. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, we're just talking about the State of the Union, who watched it, who didn't. I asked the question on the old Twitterverse, uh, did you watch the State of the Union? 16.9% said yes. 73% said no. And nineteen point nine percent, and nine point nine percent says, "Was that yesterday?" So I think you could put that in the the category of no. <laughs> so eighty three percent so far of people say I did not watch the state. You don't have to. Again, politics is twenty four seven, three sixty five. DC is overvalued itself in the day to day workings of the American people. They've absolutely overvalued. People believe that they, they're all paying attention to us. They're all, this is what matters. We're the center of everything. These are the things that matter to the average person. And I just laugh. I just, I really don't think you guys get it. You overvalue yourself. And part of that is because you got a camera in front of you every day. And people are, are telling you how, how important you are, and you're thinking, I'm important. You know what you're not? Not important to me. Not important to my family. But, Chad, they're lawmakers. Eh, you know, they're human beings, right? They're not superheroes. They're not gods. They're not deities. They're human beings, many of them with flaws that would not have them hired at your work. George Santos. Did you see that? Santos and... Uh, 
Mitt Romney, we're going to brawl it out. Call him on the cart, Mitt. He, man, Mitt was like, I, I, I thought he was going to punch him. I was hoping. I was hoping. He was standing right there in the aisle, shaking hands with everybody. Did he respond to you? Uh, he, he may have. I didn't hear anything he said. Yeah, that's right, because I was too busy getting ready to thump him. They're going to go through the process and hopefully get him out. And uh, But he shouldn't be there. And, and uh, if he had any shame at all, he wouldn't be there. Shame! Shame! I, I say it all the time. The balls to show up anywhere in D.C., Lying the way you have, and every politician tells Purky Pies, just like every human being does, we all BS, don't pretend we haven't, we have. We've embellished things, we've fish-storied it, we've embellished the resume, but nothing like this dude. Nothing come close to what this guy has done. Nothing. And the goal, the sh- just, just the, 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 the fact that you show up. Knowing everybody in that place thinks you're so full of crap because you are. That you're a caricature on Saturday Night Live that they make fun of you and they don't even do it justice because you're so full of it. Being the world's greatest volleyball player is tremendous. That was more entertaining than anything else. That was. Speaking of entertaining, chat GPT uh is taking over the world ai is there and and so everybody it's it's an arms race of tech so he who uh remember bing everybody makes bing's awful it's horrible it's stupid bing is close to unleashing their version that will be port partly based inside their search engine so think about this for a second imagine having a search engine that is powerful and it's chat GPT or AI ready. So a search engine that can not only, you know, because you go to Google now, it's nothing but ads and you got to parse through stuff. It's not just not giving you the stuff. This is going to be something that can have a conversation with you like a personal assistant kind of thing. They're so close. They rolled it out temporarily to give it a try. But that group and if it's Microsoft and Bing that rolls it out first and it's good. It already pushes Google in an area that uh, crazy. Our plan is in the coming weeks, we will scale to millions of people. Uh, and then we will also then uh, begin to offer a mobile option too. A mobile option. That is awesome. And this is where they're going. This is this is so big because every one of us, how many times a day do you Google? Maybe one, maybe 50, maybe, maybe more, right? If you're working at home and you're doing stuff, but it doesn't even matter that this is the, here's the difference. Like we're sitting here talking about the state of the little blah, 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 blah. Every one of us today is going to Google how many times? A ton, a crap ton, whether it's for work or you're watching something and you go down a rabbit hole, we're all going to do it. Man, that's crazy. Search is such an important tool for people, for all of us every day, 10 billion queries a day. But what we found in our research is that roughly half of those are going unanswered. People aren't getting answers to their questions in search. Yeah. I mean, think about that. 10 billion a day. So how many times does the average person use like a Google thing a day? There's over 100,000 queries a second. That is amazing. 
It is. So if you were just going to do Google here in America, there's 2 trillion searches per year. 228 million searches per hour, 5.6 billion per day. That's just Google. Oh, that's insane. You know how I found that out? I Googled it. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. So here's some interesting stuff about this new one. Uh, First of all, very powerful because everybody's again, this is the arms race that's going on in today's world. This is a much more powerful model under the covers than even ChatGPT and it's tuned for search. Yeah. So it's they're saying it's stronger, it's better, and it's more intuitive. And hopefully it's not as leftist biased because they're finding that out about chat GPT. If you don't think that's true, go uh, just query something on chat GPT when you have a chance and ask it, tell me something good about white people and it will do nothing. Tell you how that's not. And then write me something good about black people and it'll give you a thing forever and a day. Say something good about Trump. It'll probably give you nothing. Say something great about Biden and it'll tell you all the most amazing things you've ever dreamed of. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's not biased except for the part where it is. But this is search engine related. So what could I help you with? Will this love seat fit in my car? We can answer that question. Like, what's a good meal plan for the week that has vegetarian options? We can give you those answers. So not only is it going to be able to, so you type something in now and you're going to get 50,000 things, half of them ads and all of that stuff here on Bing's new one. You're going to be able to go, uh, what's the best, uh, high protein, low cat, you know, carb diet I can use to lose three pounds this week. Uh, and what would I need to do that? And it's going to bring something up for you. Exactly. Follow this plan. Do this. That's nuts. Love it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Every single week at this time, we stretch our legs. We wake up and turn and look and go, is today the day that it's woke? And they are, yes, kids, it is that day when wokeness shows up. Woke abound everywhere. It's Woke Wednesday. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. When babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. But sometimes the doctor is wrong. She, it, Lucy is a girl. Are you she, they pronouns? They, them, they, who are they? There was two of them? The fun thing about me is yesterday I came out of trance with my whole family. So let's go. Rock Frog's pronouns, that sounds so cool. Let me introduce you to our non-binary alpaca. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. What if I want to be called Sir Elton John? It's time for Woke Wednesday. I cannot be called Sir Elton John. By the way, though, if you guys do want to know something, and this is actual truth, I am a sir dating back all the way to uh, my lineage goes back quite a long way. And I do have as registered my a sir in my name. If you would like to call me that, feel free to do so. It means nothing. I'm no longer a lord and lordess because uh, you can be that nowadays. You can just switch back and forth between the two. You know, I'm not a duke nor duchess, but sir I, is is something that's real. Just want to let you guys know that just in case it is Woke Wednesday. Time to get woke. Where do we start? There's so much insanity 
in this wokeness. How about the misgendering? This is a meltdown. Uh, and I love how Anthony has titled this misgendered meltdown. MGM. But somebody responded to my video that I posted. By the way, it's not because of your butt that you're misgendered. Sorry. But somebody responded to my video that I posted of me having a mental breakdown in my car because of being chronically misgendered. I don't understand what is so hard about correcting other people when they misgender others. So their argument was that I am incredibly entitled for expecting the people in my life to correct others when they misgender me. And this is what I have to say about that. So when I'm talking about the people in my life that have asked how they can be an ally and they don't do the things that I told them that they can do to be an ally, it does not make me entitled for getting upset. It actually makes them an ass. For not doing the bare minimum and they don't give a f about me and shouldn't be in my life well there you go then and i'm wondering why you're so alone crying in your car by yourself to give a little bit of context i work for a nonprofit no where way. it is literally in our job description to shut down oppressive and discriminatory behavior when we see it so me expecting my co-workers to correct others when they misgender me is me literally expecting them to do what is in their job description and again it's the bare f minimum because let's face it Correcting other people when they misgender others is doing the bare minimum and is not that hard for anybody to do. And if you want to cause a big stink about having to do it, the only thing that that says about you is that you're transphobic. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, where do you start? Entitled is right. Demanding people fight your battles for you all the time. Fighting battles because you tend to fight battles. People like this wake up in the morning, and this is what I want you guys to understand. My friends around here always go, it's butch baloney, the woke stuff. And over the last year and a half, they have seen how it has crept into corporations in their world over and over again. Did you read yesterday? Maybe you guys didn't. I did for you. The Church of England, which was kind of created because the guy's like, I need a divorce. They're like, Catholic Church is like, we're not going to give you a divorce. He's like, screw it. We'll start our own church. It's either this or we're going to behead the later. Either I'm a divorcee or I'm a widow. <laughs> you ask her what she wants to do. But they're thinking about changing their pronouns for God the Father to either something that is non-binary or feminization of the words. What? Yeah. This is where we are. This is creeping in in every aspect of life. And you've got to understand in the world where you don't want to fight a culture war, you just want to treat everybody with respect and expect the same, and you want people to stop bitching, whining, and moaning about everything that's going on in their life as if you should be their ally because they chose to be oppressed. Chad, that's not true. Yes, yes, it is. You chose to be offended by everything. You chose to feel like you were oppressed by everything. You chose to have a beard and wear a dress. And then wonder why people are like, that's a bit odd. And then you're like, oh my God, don't talk to me that way. I am of a feminine woman who is beautiful. You chose to pick fights. You know what? It's like that dude at the bar. You got a buddy. You don't want to hang out with him all the time. You like him in spits and starts. Why is that? Because every time we go out, that dude starts a fight. And I don't feel like being a part of that. How about you be a good ally for a change and not pick a fight with everything? <gasps> you meanie. 323-538-2423.
at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. We got more woke stuff to get to, including Martina Navratilova, who decided uh, in a horrible thing that speaketh the trutheth, if you will. She speaketh the trutheth. It's not very nice, Chad. Uh, she posted something about the fastest women in the world versus the fastest 14 and 15 year old boys, and uh, people were upset. <laughs> Ah, oh, jeez. That Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, C-H-A-D-P-E-N-S-O-N. That person could probably use a little better help. This portion of the program is sponsored by BetterHelp. You don't know what BetterHelp is? Over 3 million people have been placed with licensed and vetted therapists through BetterHelp. It's done online. It's incredible. It's helped my family tremendously in, in, in ways that you could not believe, especially my eldest. And it's a great way for you to... Maybe take on some issues you have not wanted to. And it has, you know, it could be anything from I'm having trouble making certain decisions and I need to talk it out with somebody to deeper issues. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. You fill out a questionnaire and voila, you're placed with somebody and away you go. And if you're not happy or comfortable with the person you're dealing with, you can easily switch. That's what's great about BetterHelp. You don't have to deal with the traffic. The price is fantastic. You're not paying uber massive prices for being inside of somebody's office because it's all done online. Right now, I want you to do this. Go to better, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash Benson. Right now, you're going to save 10% on your first month. Just check it out. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. No fake outrage here. Just the real thing. The Chad Benson Show. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! Oh, hail! The new king in town! Young and old, gather round! From one iconic Laker to another. The king, LeBron James, has passed the count. LeBron James last night, all-time leader scorer in the NBA. And I will say this. Uh, I don't have to be a fan of his politics and the wokeness and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, I can look at it straight from an athletic point of view. Very few times do you see a human being who's anointed something in, a, in, in many things. The second coming of the Beatles. The, you know, this is the next Joe DiMaggio. That ends up being all that. And LeBron James was one of those. I think he was 16, maybe 15, 17. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and it said the king, King James. And he lived up to every ounce of the hype that surrounded him. He worked hard. He didn't take anything he had for granted. All of those things, it's, it's, it's actually quite remarkable, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Because, I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen the next coming of Pele or of of Wayne Gretzky, of you know, of of you know, name it Babe Ruth, and they have all flailed. But every once in a while, you get somebody who comes along, and I know many of you are listening. Yeah, but he says things, and he's definitely a Democrat. I, I get it. I'm just talking about the sports side of things. You'd be surprised that a lot of the athletes you cheer for probably don't believe in a lot of the same things you do, and some of them may not even care about any of it. LeBron, though, lived up to the hype. And there's very few. Right? 
that 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 go on and live up to the to the uber hype of starting. I go back and I look at Freddie Adu, the soccer player, was signed at fourteen. He was supposed to be on Messi's level. That dude flamed out, and it's sad. It's sad. He never. He, it was none of those things. He lived up to none of the hype. This guy shouldered all of the hype, though, and is now the greatest scorer in NBA history. And you know, you can put him in the the Mount Rushmore, if you will. Of greatest players of all time. 323-538-2423. You missed any show. Grab the podcast. This here be the one and only Chad Batson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I love watching the. Uh, they're showing some highlights from uh, the uh, the the handbags at twenty paces between Mitt Romney and George Santos. Who, of course, you guys don't know this. George, I'm glad there wasn't a fight. I really because we don't need it, and because it wouldn't be fair. Because George Santos, being first of all. And foremost, a jiu-jitsu champion, former MA champion of the entire planet and globe. Uh, he he taught both he taught all the Gracie brothers how to fight. I mean, this is a guy who is you do not mount a mess with George Santos. And luckily, cooler, calmer heads prevailed, and he didn't have to put him in a in a any any kind of submission hold, which would have been horrible on the floor. <laughs> That's that's the most entertaining thing that ki- that came out of uh, a lot of what took place last night. We'll get deeper into it. You know, uh, the rebuttals are always entertaining. You know, you come out and you're like, uh, he said this, and then they come out and say, but I said that. That's what ends up happening in a lot of this stuff, and uh, you got it. It's what it is. I wanted more talk on China. Not enough talk on China last night. Before I came to office, the story was about how the rep- People's Republic of China was increasing its power, and America was failing in the world. Not anymore. That we seek competition, not conflict. But I will make no apology. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did. But in the past two years, democracies have become stronger, not weaker. Autocracy has grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Kim Jong-un, I mean, like, there's probably tons of despots and world leaders who would easily change with with Xi Jinping. There's so many of them that would tra- trade with Xi. I mean, come on, having the power and the wealth and the 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 slave labor and workers and, and ants, if you will, at your disposal? Nary words about the balloon. I wanted more balloon talk because I don't think we have enough balloon talk. Uh, but you know, it was a lot of the same. He went after and talked a bit about, uh, you know, it's always about the middle class, which we know is absolutely true. Talked about inflation, but here at home, inflation is coming down here at home. Gas prices are down a dollar fifties from their peak. Food inflation is coming down, not fast enough, but coming down. Inflation has fallen every month. 
For the last six months, our take-home pay has gone up. Over the last two years, a record 10 million Americans applied to start new businesses. 10 million. You know what? And then you go and you look, and then everybody starts fact-checking each other. Here's what you found out last night. Nothing, because we see politics 24-7. I can't turn on the TV and and go to the cable news world and not see politics. You can't go to regular news and not see some sort of politics. What was covered sparingly in a sense that unless you read about it all day and you did hardcore research, you didn't find out a lot about it, and most of it was about history more than anything else, is now a political, it's entertainment. Hence the reason why they screamed, liar, last night. Marjorie Taylor Greene, liar. They, they, you know, the hissing last year, last uh, State of the Union for Trump. Do you remember Nancy standing up and tearing up the speech? Oh, my God. It's that's where we are. It was kabuki theater it was pantomime. Did you learn anything new last night? No. Did you watch it? That's the poll we have today. You can go to uh, at Chad Benson show, which is your Twitter and your Insta and all of the other things. But on a poll today, we threw this up. Did you watch? The State of the Union, 73% say no. 11% said, was it yesterday? And only 15.6% of people say uh, yes. Because we, here's the thing. The media would get a portion of the speech 20, 30 years ago, pre-internet, pre the speech itself. And they'd be able to look through it. Now, I got the speech an hour before I read through the whole thing. (laughs) It's like, you go, okay, that's what you talk about. There's going to be ad libs in other moments, but you, you, you know what it is. We've seen these people. They're already working on the rebuttals. They're telling you what this is going to be like, right? It's like watching a sporting event and going, all right, here's the thing about this team. They throw the ball 50 times. Like if I watch, it's, it's either Army. I think it's Army. If I watch an Army football game in college, college football game, Army doesn't throw the ball ever. Not like, well, they may throw it 12 times a day. Army doesn't throw the football. I think last year they had like 10 passes the season. You know what's coming, and that's kind of what this was about last night. Disingenuousness. Everybody runs out. They start saying, oh, but what about this? What about that? And they got to fact check each other, and nobody buys anybody's fact checking anyways, and that's where we are. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. The criticism, the criticism was there. Again, we'll get deeper into it a little bit later. Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research, who uh, for this portion of the program, we made watch some of the show <laughs> last night. What did you watch, Chad? I got home and I watched, uh, what is it? Is her name Crunk? Uh, it is a new show on Netflix with this comedian, and she goes and looks at historic things, and she it, it is so funny. And I spent time with my family, which is what we should all, we should do more of that, not my family. Spend time with your family. I'm just throwing it out there. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, Twitter, tweet, text. Uh, Martina Navratilova, uh, as we all know, is... Uh, uh, 
Much like uh, J.K. Rowling, she has stood up for women. She doesn't think women and men, I think, should mix in sports. Here's the thing. If you say, I don't think a woman should play in a man's league and a man should play in a woman's league, even if they decide that they're, you know, they've switched genders because that's totally doable. uh, I don't, most people are like, you know, that's stupid, right? But you can't say it. Because if you say it, like if you go, look, men inherently have an advantage. No, it's not true. They absolutely do. That's impossible, Chad. That's not true. No, they totally do. And you know it and I know it. Now, people don't want to agree or people don't want to because they, they've got this weird world that somehow that uh, biology doesn't play. It, it's, it's not real. It's, it's, it's not. You know, climate change is real. Biology's not. So she I got big pushback from people because she posted something. She made a bold statement about women's track and field. And she put up the fastest women in history. And she tweeted it out. Uh, And then she tweeted out. Boys, not men, boys. So the 100 meter dash, a 15 year old boy would smoke a woman. 200 meter win for a boy who's 14. 400 meter win for a boy who's 14 against the women's side of things then it gets to the three three uh, thousand meter steeplechase it's not even close men are winning boys excuse me i said men boys are winning by 20 30 seconds against world champion and people push back because we live in this world where you cannot say things that are truthful anymore without the fear of you know of of some sort of group with several letters by their name the the alphabet army coming and attacking you because they don't want to hear something to be, uh, you know, truthful. Even last night, you know, I mean, he he talked about trans equality. Like you you spend as much time essentially on that as you do on on uh you know the the border. I mean, not not too dissimilar. It's time wise. More than a dozen states are enforcing extreme abortion bans. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. But let's also pass Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. Let's remember the world's watching. Yeah, and they're thinking, what the hell's wrong with you people? I know yesterday they were occupying the Oklahoma uh, Capitol, the state Capitol building, because they passed a new extreme, you know, law banning, you know, surgery and stuff until you're 18, which I get zero problems with. No problems with whatsoever. You should not have surgery that is life altering until your body has reached its maturity and and your mind is at at that place too. Knee jerk reactions, and I just find it still bizarre that a doctor do no harm would lop your breast off or invert your thingamabobber and add breast to you. I find that to be insane. Go in today and say, Doctor, I believe I'm an amputee. I would like you to cut my arm off. They would say, you're mentally disturbed. You need to seek help. You need to seek help. That's what you need to do. And we can't even have a conversation about that in this country. 
because the, the a group will come for you and they'll be angry and they're probably pissed and angry and I'll probably get some horrible emails and we're going to get you fired. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. <laughs> do it. That, that That's what you think you need to do because we can't have a real conversation about stuff. You're so afraid to have a debate or a conversation based on the fact that if you're caught out as your stuff being BS, it's going to somehow do I'm not saying that we do it for everybody, but I'm saying for kids. Yeah, I got zero problems with that. Right? If I can't take my kid to get a tattoo, if I can't take my kid to get roided up, why should you get hormones and flip-flop everything in the middle of puberty? Answer the question. Show me the data where they've done deep dive for decades that say, oh, none of this stuff will cause any issues. You can't because there is none. The world's watching us. We're watching them run away from this stuff, and we're continuing to embrace it because politics. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, your Instagram, little what's trending straight ahead. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get your vitamins, your minerals, probiotics, omega-3, 6, 9, all this incredible stuff that comes with this amazing supplement for your dog. And it has been incredible for my older dog, Doodle, but I've also given my younger dogs a jump start. You know what's great? My younger dogs are so healthy. Never have to worry. You can take them to the vet. They're like, they're amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. What are you guys doing? I said, we don't really do anything crazy. I mean, we love them, but we don't do anything spectacular. We don't go out and freshly catch their food. No, we just add rough greens to to their daily diet, and it has been amazing. If you'd love to try it for your dog, how about try it for free? They're going to send you a bag. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's that simple. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get some rough greens now. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Tis the Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. We and Matt Brash, Nap, Lenny Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? It's fine. I was trending, baby. Cocaine Shark. We we're just talking about it. If you're guessing and not heard, because <laughs> Cocaine Bear, the movie's coming out. True story of a bear. There was a plane that ditched its stuff and eventually crashed, but they dropped out all this cocaine and a bear ate the cocaine. <laughs> the bear went a little wacky. This is obviously, uh, they've added some fun to it for the movie, but they found 3.4 tons or so of uh, cocaine floating in the ocean, uh, the Pacific Ocean, the old, uh, I guess, New, Ze- <laughs> New Zealand. Everybody's like, it's cocaine shark. Ah! LeBron James, uh, all-time scoring later, leader in the NBA. He is trending big time. Uh, lots of uh, stuff when it comes to the NBA. Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh a lot of stuff like that. Mitt Romney, it's funny. Mitt Romney is trending because of the fight between, and I call it a fight. Again, it's handbags at 15 paces between George Santos and him. And he told George Santos to get the blank out of here. You don't deserve to be here. Uh, but it's uh, the fact that when you go and look, there is not a lot of stuff, even on Twitter, 
outside of individuals, Marjorie Taylor Greene. People say, why does she scream? It's so disrespectful. She's trending. This helped her. That's why. Until we stop rewarding people on both sides for being ass clowns, this is what you get. Do I disagree with everything Marjorie Taylor uh, uh, believes? No, I don't. Do I think she's over the top and more in for herself than anybody else? Same thing for the AOC. They love being celebrities. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Zelensky is training, uh, is training because surprise trip to uh, the UK today. Gave a speech. The Brits are apparently in discussions with potentially giving them fighter jets. Ooh. Head over to the magical world of Zagugu. Lakers, number one training thing, LeBron James, Powerball. Somebody won $754 million. Sarah Huckabee Sanders trending yesterday. She gave the uh, the speech, the rebuttal, the GOP rebuttal. Do you know how many rebuttals there were? Do you remember it was just one person would come out and do a rebuttal? Now it's like, well, Sarah's giving one. Trump gave one. And you've got the Spanish version now as well. Then you have other people that are not. They're giving their own on their social media. So everybody's giving a rebuttal now. That's kind of what we do. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter is trending. Because why? Because of trans! Not very nice, Chad. Uh, a lot of other little stuff here and there trending, but those are the big things that are going on uh, in the world of, uh, of, of well, both Google and Twitter. Cocaine shark, though, is funny. We're talking about it. Like, imagine that. Imagine if you were just sailing out there and you're like, whoa, what's this? <laughs> and you figure, it is uncut, pure Colombian cocaine. <laughs> How much, like, First of all, did a boat go down? Did somebody think they were going to get sighted? This Was this something dropped off a plane and somebody was supposed to pick it up? Or was your boat so full of cocaine, so full of blow and yayo, that some of it fell off and you didn't even notice it? Wow. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Jim Kennedy is going to join us. Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. He was forced to watch the State of the Union last night, so none of us had to. We'll talk to him straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. When it comes to the WNBA, nobody knows more than Jim Kennedy. <laughs> That's why we have him on. No, just kidding. Uh, State of the Union last night. Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Politics, uh, joins us every every time there's a big political story like this. And Jim, appreciate you coming on today uh, to talk about the State of the Union, because quite frankly, you watched it and you spared many of us from having to sit there and listen to and or watch these people bloviate. Uh, what'd you think of the speech? 
Well, it was Joe Biden. It was a Joe Biden speech being Joe Biden. You know, he, it seemed like the stimulants ran out towards the end of the speech and he was kind of <laughs> so now he had some weird transitions throughout the whole night. He'd go from one topic to another. And I'm not really sure if I know who exactly, though I'm sure there's somebody that would want to exchange places with Chairman Xi in China. But he still seemed, he seemed quite angry about that. He was really I, I said Joe the same yelling. thing, Jim. Like if you, there's nobody, are you kidding me? There's a hundred yeah. despots that would change places yeah. with that guy. Yeah. If, if, if I'm a tin pot dictator in some backwater African country, heck yeah, I'm going to change places with Chairman Xi. Insane. Not a Insane. Problem. No, talking no, to Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. All right, let's break it down. First and foremost, he, he's trying to save the middle class vote because the reality is, is, and I thought Sarah Huckabee Sanders hit on it. They have abandoned the middle class, not because they don't care about unions or want equality or love billionaires, which they all do. The reality is they've abandoned the middle class because they've left the, the reservation of sanity and went for woke, insane stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely right. And a lot of those voters have gone to Trump. Trump did a really good job in 2016 and, and similar in 2020, getting those people that have been left behind, the people that, that, that aren't thought about. What he brought out were voters that were either Democrats that had kind of retired from the party because of the wokeness and the direction they were going, or simply because they just stopped voting just because they just didn't think their voice mattered anymore. And that's where the Democrats really lost a lot of votes in key states and why he won some of the states they did in 2016. And they're trying to get those voters back that they think of as, as traditional Democrats. But yeah, they're, they're people that basically live paycheck to paycheck. They may have good jobs, but they were able to put just barely a little bit of money away. And they're worried about their kids' educations and their kids' future. And they're not really interested in making sure that their kids are, are basically eligible to go see drag shows when they're seven or eight years old. They're more worried about it, you know, the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic, than they are about drag shows. And that's not something that plays well for a lot of middle America. And they've, like you said, they've lost those people. They're trying to get them back they're trying to show that they care but they're gonna have to do more than just lip service they're gonna have to basically demonstrate policies that really help them out and when you're paying twelve dollars for a carton of eggs that's not a policy that's really going to help them out and a lot of those people have seen through inflation a lot of their wages go down as far as real time or um, in, in, in real dollars they're falling behind and it's not because of any sort of inflation reduction act that's going to help them out they've already lost it if you've lost if your wages are going up three or four percent on an average and you're basically going eight or nine percent a year in inflation you're already ten percent down than you were over two years ago so you're not moving ahead you're moving back and those people are not going to keep voting for democrats Talking to Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. We, we recap last night's State of the Union. Anything surprise you? I think the difference is, Jim, you know, you and I, we, we, we enjoy politics, but it's become kabuki theater. It's become pantomime. It's become all of these things. Uh, and I think anymore, you know, 25, 30 years ago, the thought was this press would get the speech an hour before they go through it. We would know what was going on. They would deliver the State of the Union. Now, there is no hiding anything on the Internet. It's out there. Everybody knows what's coming. We cover politics 24-7. Was there anything that surprised you last night at all? Actually surprised by the start where he actually went around and thanked people. I thought, okay, he's going to set a good tone. And then he started off with some of the, you know, without, with some of the real crazy things that he said. And, there, and you know, I don't want to call them lies, but questionable factual backgrounds on some of these items about how they've added 12 million new jobs. Well, no, you added back about 12 of the 15 million jobs that were lost during the pandemic. We're actually still behind on an overall jobs basis. If you look at the line of where we should be in job growth overall but from before the pandemic. 
Kaepernick. And some of the other things where he got called out, I thought it was interesting that they were, you know, that I think it was uh, M- M- MTG was, was one of the ones that was calling him out for these things verbally. And it kind of made it almost more like one of those sessions, if you've ever watched it, with the British Parliament, where they have questions for the Prime Minister. That's what producer the- Anthony said today. He goes, it's becoming more like Parliament, where they scream and yell, ah! And it, yep. it, I, I did, I, I'm not a fan of that, because I think what they're... Here's the difference. Over there, they understand that. They go back and forth, Jim. That's kind of what they do. The difference here is I feel like the people that do that, they make it more about themselves than whatever anybody's saying. They just want to scream so the camera will be on them. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that. And it does make me, I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but it's kind of like, eh, is this really the place for that? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of started a little bit with, you know, f- with, with the guy that called out uh, Obama about uh, was it eight or nine years ago. Yeah, during called, him called him a liar. Yeah. And it's, you know, th- those types of things, we don't consider them as decorum in America. We're like you said, yeah, the British during that, because I've watched that before and, and, and they actually accept that again, but they're not doing it to get on camera. They're doing it because they're trying to push a policy or an idea or, or something that they don't like from the prime minister. So I don't really know because yeah, this is a speech that everybody watches. Every network is tuned to it. Every case channel is tuned to it so you're going to get yourself on on there if you're able you know if you're doing this and calling it out but the problem is the 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 items are so factually lacking in background it was something that you know that was really disappointing to hear if you're really looking for a speech you're trying to unify remember joe biden was the guy that was going to unify america after the horrible scary orange trump monster had divided us so badly and i don't see really a lot of unifying of the country other than unifying behind his policies and believing that he's doing the right thing for america which a lot of Americans don't believe at this point. Talking to Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. You know, 72% of Americans say it was a good speech last night, but a vast majority of Americans say they're not in, they're not feeling that we're going in the right direction. They're worse off than we were a few years ago. Still at the end of the day, and he spent a decent amount of time talking about uh, uh, the economy. That is what drives this. And a lot of his stuff was disingenuous last night about, you know, like you said, the jobs. One of the other things was the whole thing when it came to getting rid of Medicare and and Social Security, which that has never been a starter for the that has always been off the table. Yet he continues to push it that, oh, well, you know, that's not going to happen on my watch. No, absolutely. It's one of those talking points the left's been pushing uh, pretty much since. Uh, since McCarthy um, got the speakership about what's been a little over a month ago now, and they just keep pushing this, oh, yeah, the Republicans are going to get rid of your Medicare. They're going to get rid of Social Security. And they're like, and it's like, no, Republicans are looking at the ability to continue Social Security by making changes to the program because the program is going broke again. It went, it, it's gone broke three or four times or come close to going broke three or four times. And it's got to be modified because we're just simply not paying enough into it. And we're getting to a point now where a lot of the baby boomers are retiring and you have fewer and fewer people behind them that are filling up those 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 coffers to pay out that money. And there's a problem. And everybody who's looked at this would know over time this was going to happen. It's just how, how far do you want to keep kicking this can down the road before it becomes where it's actually going to be critical and you're going to run out of money one, one month when you go out to pay the checks. Same thing with Medicare. There's a funding problem with it also as you get a lot more people getting older and a lot less people. And that's why you know the, the, the young people don't tend to buy health insurance, but they also don't tend to get sick, so they don't need it. But that would be good, though, if you get them on Medicare. You can basically get them to throw the money into it and not really get a lot, anything out of it. Problem is they actually understand that, and they don't necessarily want to be on Medicare because they don't really get anything out of it because they don't tend to get sick until you start getting more into your 30s or you have a chronic or, or 
you know, type of condition. So yeah, it's absolutely, it's more like fixing the problem than it is that, but it's been a talking point that the left has been pushing and the Democrats have been pushing for over a month now. And it's something that, you know, the, it, 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 it bodes well for them. It, it, it basically strengthens their base and it gets campaign contributions coming in and, you know, they're going to feed them the raw meat to keep their base happy. we got about 30 seconds here, Jim. Uh, what did you like about speech last night? I like the start of it where, like I said, we called out the people and thanked everybody on both the left and the right. Um, I don't know if Chuck Schumer knows that he was now minority leader. So the majority leader, but I think he'll figure that out after a while, even though he isn't. Um, you know, I thought that I like I like that part of it. Um, I like the cancer moonshot thing, but that's been around for a while. It was started under Obama and it, when he was when he was VP. Um, I didn't like the Roe versus Wade part of it. Um, you can't fix that. That's something that that the court stated is not yeah. a federal issue. It's a state issue. So I don't even know why he's going down the road on that. But that did get him the biggest round of applause seemed like for the night was under that but Absolutely. that's something just as i just as i said the democrats were running congress they couldn't do it the republicans can't do the opposite either under congress so i would give them an overall grade of about a b or a b minus for the speech uh, jim kennedy kennedy institute of public policy research brother thanks so much for coming on we'll talk to you soon thanks chad thanks at chad benson show twitter c-h-a-d-b-e-n-s-o-n don't worry about social security do it yourself protect yourself do it with my buddies over at bulwark capital go to knowyourriskradio.com join uh, boards uh, zachary abraham he's always having live webinars all the time and let me tell you something about zach and what they do at bulwark it's incredible the way that they protect your downside give you upside potential and continue to show you being completely transparent on how they differ from everybody else that's what matters because so many people do the exact same thing, including the 60-40 stock bond mix, which is we all know is totally outdated and in the today's world, very risky. So why not see what's going on somewhere else, whether you're just starting out, whether you're in the middle of saving for or you're already in a in, in the investment world trying to survive retirement let them show you why they do it different go to know your risk radio today know your risk radio today to get some investment advice investment and in services offered through trek financial llc and sec registered investment advisor chad benson show The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. More than 70 countries and 14 international organizations have now offered aid to Turkey, but the concern is growing that Syria, ravaged by years of civil war, is getting far less help, due in part to economic sanctions and political conflict. An estimated 23 million people have been affected by Monday's earthquake. Yeah, uh, currently we're at 15,000, depending on some reports, confirmed deaths. Syria is a mess. Syria's got the civil war. They've got, obviously, what's going on with, with Assad, the Russians. There are so many things, so many players in that region. And uh, we, along with others, have sanctions. Not so much on the people. Uh, you've got to affect the people because it's on Assad. And it sucks because this is when you look at human beings uh, that you know are are struggling but this goes back to what i just said earlier you know being born in this country is an advantage period case closed end of story my little brother is in a wheelchair he will never talk he doesn't breathe like normal people breathe he breathes through a trach because his breathing was so labored as a baby that he burned 2000 calories a day just trying to breathe let alone the regular calories, so they couldn't keep weight on. 
He eats through a tube in his stomach, yet he's got amazing medical care. He goes to school. Other countries, uh, the blessings we have in this country, and I think we forget that. We're so divided in so many ways. We're sitting here talking about, you know, I'm sitting here talking about my little brother who I love, who wasn't supposed to make it past three days, let alone three months, let alone 18 years old now, which is crazy to think. Yet the advantages he has and the way that we look at individuals and humans here in America is so much different than what's going on in places around the world. And when you hear about what took place in Turkey and what took place in, in other places, you're like, wow, we are blessed. And I think that's why I say, regardless of color, you check the mark of being born in America as a, wow, how blessed are we? We are. Absolutely. It's easy for you to say, Chad, you're a white guy. And that some people will only ever live through the lens of color of skin. They can do bad things. They could be great people. They could be any of those things. But whatever ends up happening doesn't matter because they feel that their destiny is absolutely written only by the color of their skin. And that's sad. Speaking of sad, have you watched The Last of Us? I have not. But what I do know is we're not going to have... A zombie apocalypse. The HBO series, The Last of Us, we know it focuses on this threat. So specifically about a fungal infection that can turn people into a zombie-like state. What's the reality of something like this? This this is not a threat to humans. This is obviously a fiction show. What the show creators did was they basically looked at the idea of a fungus actually creating these mind-altering behaviors. And where they got the idea from was actually the ant world, where there is a fungus known as Ophiocordyceps, which can actually affect the way ants behave. So there is a fungus out there that can cause ants to become zombies, which means within any moment in time, the Chinese will probably try to take it and then figure out what this fungus does, then play a gain of function, which will be greenlit by Fauci and his friends, which will then accidentally spread to a market in Wuhan because of what that senator say, because a cat bit a bat. And then after messing with it, it'll jump to human beings and we're going to have a fungus that turns us all into zombies. What happens is a fungus would actually infect this ant. Uh, The ant eventually would just be mind-altered, go to some plant, dig itself in as the fungus completely uh, overtakes its body. There's this thing that's growing out of the ant. That is the fungus now. The fungus is now leaving the dead ant's body, turning into spores. Those spores are then jumping all over the forest and infecting more ants. That is sometimes what happens with what's called a parasitic relationship. Oh, my Lord. It's so close. Now, what happens when you do gain of function? Will this happen to us? That's what we want to know. Again, this is all from the TV show Last of Us, Dr. Gupa explaining, because people are worried about us becoming zombies. As we're seeing with climate change, you are seeing funguses start to grow in areas that they did not grow before. Our body is at 98.6 degrees. Funguses Mm -hmm. can't live really well at that temperature, which is why humans aren't typically infected. But as the climate has warmed, the funguses are starting to adapt. And one of the concerns is they will start to adapt to the point where they can survive in in a warmer climate, such as the human body. Oh, my God. It's not too far away, kids. Can you sense it? Do you have a sense, a feel that fungi is going to soon take it over? Because of climate change. It's always about the climate. It's always about climate change. (laughs) 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things on this beautiful and crazy Wednesday. Speaking of crazy, so yesterday uh, I went to get my credentials because today I'm going to be at the Super Bowl like media row for today and tomorrow for my local show. And I come out of the building. And I see all these people taking pictures. I don't think anything of it. Not of me, but of the giant, huge building that is in downtown. It's like 40 stories or something. And they're taking pictures, but they've got a mural painted on it about the Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl 57, da 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 And I think that's all people are doing because, you know, I mean, it's the first, you know, real, it's the week of Super Bowl. You get all these people doing it. Then I turned and I looked and I, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. And I keep walking. You find out that there's a guy climbing it who's the pro-life Spider-Man. And uh, he was arrested, uh, and it was just, uh, it was it was funny because I was so, well, you couldn't see the guy, but it was just, people were so lost in taking pictures that nobody was going, do you see him that? Are you seeing that? Because normally you'd go, are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? But you really couldn't see the guy, but he climbed it. And I thought, well, you know, it's the world we live in. It is, you know, maybe funguses take over people's, maybe this fungus took over this person's mind. I don't know, but it was just, it was everything that was Super Bowl week. I'm excited too, because I'm going to go down there today and uh, I don't know who we're going to interview because I don't know who's going to be there. In Radio Row, as I tell everybody, it's different here in Arizona. We build up in certain areas, but mostly we build out. So Glendale is not Phoenix. Phoenix is where we're going to be. So there's going to be no, like, it's not next to the stadium. It's like 40 miles, 30 miles from the stadium. So I have no idea who's going to be in and around there today at Media Row uh, for me, anybody. But I'm kind of pumped because uh, I get to get out of the building for a little bit, which is a beautiful thing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Did you hear it? Did you listen? Did you pay attention? State of the Union. It happened last night. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, Did you pay any attention? I'm just curious about whether or not you paid any attention whatsoever to said State of the Union. Because I don't know how many people did. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how many people actually listen anymore to the State of the Union. Remember a long time ago, they used to just deliver it to Congress. Then it was just done by hand where they'd write it out. Then Woodrow Wilson's like, hey, let's do it to, let's do the speech again. Then it became what it is now, which is a spectacle, right? It's a big thing. It's their Grammys, their Oscars. It's the, uh, it's their Olympics. It's the Super Bowl for politics. It happens once every year. They all come together. They dress up. They get announced. They walk in. Oh my God, here they come. Look at what they're wearing tonight. It's all of that stuff. It's shouting At times, it's hooping, it's hollering, it's bloviating. Outside of handing each other awards, uh, it is what it has become. Uh, But last night, uh, the State of the Union, we all know the State of the Union. How does the State of the Union feel to you? That's all that matters. 
How my state goes as far as my life, well, that means very little to you. How the state of your union goes, well, that means a lot to you and and less to other people. That's the reality of it. But this is for the whole country. The speech that delivered, and last night it was about Biden coming at the middle class saying, I'm there for you. For decades, the middle class has been hollowed out in more than, and not no one administration, but for a long time. Too many good paying manufacturing jobs move overseas. Factories closed down. Once thriving cities and towns that many of you represent became shadows of what they used to be. And along the way, something else we lost, pride. I ran for president to fundamentally change things, to make sure our economy works for everyone, so we can all feel that pride in what we do. Uh, the reason the middle class was such a, first of all, that's, that's been the thing, right? You know, the Republicans are the evil white old men who sit up in the, uh, the ivory towers, smoke cigars and go, ha, 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 ha. look at all those people, their management and labor has always been about the Democrats. They've, they, they labor those people, they toil, they're there to fight for you. It is, it's funny because they've lost that. Somewhere along the way, it's kind of flipped, right? Where conservatives have become more of that middle class kind of average Joe type like of person. No, no offense to you, uh, Mr. President. And the elites, the progressives, the, the, they have become the, the ivory tower academia and all of this stuff, the progressive ideas. And, and, and that's kind of where this is. It's flip-flop now. It's went from flop to flip to flippity-flop. And I find that to be interesting. And I, and I have for many years because, you know, the more kids went to school, the more progressives uh, inside of colleges, the more one-way thinking. And they've released a bunch of Democrats who believe that they have because of a college degree and that they're, that they're better than and you work with your hands. And so they've lost that kind of middle ground area. And so much that has very little to do with policy and so much of it to do with insanity. What? Yeah. So much of it to do with insanity. A guy that's a well, that's a strong union member doesn't believe that a man can get pregnant, doesn't want to get rid of his truck, Oh, wants America to be strong, wants America to be proud, wants America. Those people that are strong union people, those kind of people that they're reaching for, they look over and they go, the Democratic Party is full of ivory tower elites as well, academia kind of folk, and you've lost them there. Joe Biden's issue is he's got two versions of Democrats, just like Republicans have the two versions of the Republican world that are going on now. So he's reaching out, trying to bring in that middle class, trying to bring in that worker, trying to bring in that. But at the same time, as he tries to bring those people in, so many of the people inside of the party, the 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 elite, if you will, look down upon those people and they feel it. But here at home, inflation is coming down. Here at home, gas prices are down $1.50 from their peak. Food inflation is coming down. Not fast enough, but coming down. Inflation has fallen every month for the last six months. Our take-home pay has gone up. Over the last two years, a record 10 million Americans applied to start new businesses. 10 million. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, again, we could sit here and talk about, you know, we could fact check all day. 
uh, inflation is down somewhat. Earnings are up somewhat. The problem is inflation still outpacing earnings. And the reality is gas prices, a perfect example, still, while they're down from their peak, they're still 40% higher than when you took office, Monsieur President. <laughs> Different thing. Big Pharma, he took it on last night. Gotta go after Big Pharma. You know, we pay more for prescription drugs than any nation in the world. For example, one in 10 Americans has diabetes, but every day millions need insulin to control their diabetes so they can literally stay alive. It costs the drug companies roughly $10 a vial to make that insulin. Packaging and all, you may get up to $13. But Big Pharma has been unfairly charging people hundreds of dollars, four to $500 a month making record profits. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, let's talk about a little bit of big pharma, shall we? Which the Democrats, and let's just go into Pfizer and all the insanity. We talk about all the COVID craziness and the vaccines. And when he starts talking about diabetes, remember Trump went out and tried to cap it with $35. A little disingenuous there. We do pay way too much. We do pay way too much. So much of that is because we've got many of these big pharma companies who are are patent hawks. All they do is look for ways to strengthen their patents and to protect patents and to extend the patents they have. Hey, guess what? This medicine not only works for your hair, it can work for your thingamabobber, your wiener. Oh, my God. Let's repatent this. Let's keep the patent. There's so much stuff that goes on when it comes to big pharma because big pharma is also expensive. We have tons of regulations. It's not easy to get stuff through our, you know, uh, the the FDA and to get everybody. It is so hard to get through so much of the hoops and stuff. So it's expensive. So you've got to be somewhat looking for money. But yeah, is it ridiculous what we pay? It absolutely is. But at the same time, if profits aren't there, people don't spend money and invest if they can't make money, which means if we're not investing to make money, if we're not pushing things through, if we're not having people opportunities to make money, people don't put money in those areas. And if they don't put money in those areas, guess what happened? Innovation dies. So how do we bring those two together? Little things here. We're having fun on the old uh, Chad Benson show. Day after State of the Union. (sighs) Let's fact check some stuff, shall we? My administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. Under the previous American deficit went up four years in a row. Because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. Nearly 25% of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. Check it out. How did Congress respond to that debt? They did the right thing. They lifted the debt ceiling three times without preconditions or crisis. It's funny how at the same time, he's like, Trump, 25% of that debt is Trump's. That's not a lie. Why is that? Because $4 trillion of that debt was based on a pandemic relief. Congress looking at you. I love how he says, look how much debt we cut. You would have raised the deficit and raised the debt had it not been the fact that two senators said, yeah, we're not doing this stuff anymore. Mansion and cinema. We're not going to get rid of the filibuster. We're not going to do any of this. You can pass even more stuff. 
realistically, you cut debt because people told you no. The deficit, you can't spend anymore. And you still spent a gobsmack of money. What does it look like without the pandemic relief? And then at the same time as he talks about debt and deficit, he then goes, well, they did the right thing by continuing to raise the uh, the debt ceiling. Oh, but Chad, are you going to get to the stuff? You know the stuff I'm talking about. You know the stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a... We're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be fine. All right. All right, right. That has never been on. You took one senator, right, Rick Scott, you took his 11-point plan or whatever he had, and you ran with it as if that's what every Republican, and you came it out, and you dressed it up as if this is what all Republicans want, this is what they're all about, and you know that's BS. They have said from jump, that is not on the table, it's never been on the table. One person saying it doesn't make it so. One person who doesn't have the power to do anything about it doesn't make it so. Doesn't mean we can't talk about the fact that between 2023 and 2035, at the rate we're going, both of those programs have a very good chance that they're going to become insolvent. Doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about that. How do we address it? How do we make it so they are solvent? Those are all fair questions. But it's a lie to say that not all of you, but some of you, not all, I could show you the plan, but not all of you, but some of you. But that's what this is. It's a game. It's a game that people play, and it's a shame that we're in a situation like this where this is what the game has become, screaming and yelling at each other, not actually coming up and addressing the people, demonizing one side. The other side then comes out and demonizes the other side. It's not about the American people. It's about them. And that's the sad part of what this is. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Don't you wish just once the president comes out and goes, let me tell you something, guys. We could be better. We're still the greatest country on earth. We could be moving in a better direction, but we're still the greatest country on earth. Diversity is great, but unity is stronger. Diversity is what this country is, but unity through who we are as a people, the things that we believe that we hold dear together as one is what makes us what we are. We can do all... We never get any of that stuff. We get what we usually get, which is politics, theatrics, kabuki theater. That's what got a lot of it last night. Everybody runs out to fact check each other, and they do it by throwing in context. If it's your side, if it's the other side, it's just a bold-faced lie. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, talk a little woke stuff. It's Wednesday. We'll do that. Also, do we have a new, do we have a new leader? Talk a bit about that as well. What's a new lead? What's this? What? Huh? Talk a little bit about that. Raycon, best earbuds around. R-A-Y-C-O-N. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Get the best earbuds around. The everyday earbuds, in my opinion. You can put them through the ringer. Top of that, Raycon's got so many amazing other things. They've got incredible gaming headphones, which my children have put through the ringer a thousand times and continue to do so, and they come up smelling like roses. It's incredible. On top of that, Raycon's got amazing speakers, so many different other things that you can even think about. Whoa. But 
at a quarter to half the price of other premium earbuds and electronics. If you love audio and sound like I love audio and sound, if you are somebody who, like me, can really kind of beat things up as you put it through the ringer, whether it's I'm playing soccer or, or you know, my kids love their their ear, their their headphones, but uh, they're kids and they, they you know, kids can beat some stuff up. You, you think to yourself, really? For me, golf, I sometimes take out my speaker. And what I love about it is sometimes it'll, you know, I'll hit a bump and it'll fall. The thing works. It's incredible. Tons of talk time, tons of, of, of battery life. Raycon is the best in audio. I'm telling you guys, if you love audio like I love audio, check out Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. When you do that, you save 15% right there. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! All hail the new king in town! Young and old, gather round from one iconic Laker to another. The king, LeBron James, has passed the captain. That's right. LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yesterday, the greatest uh, scorer in NBA history. LeBron talked a bit about who he was and uh, just, uh, you know, look, for all the wokeness and LeBron sticks his head in places that I think a lot of people do, athletes just, you know, shut up and dribble. And there's times that that's absolutely true. And in and, and, and a divided world, everybody feels that, hey, every opinion I should have should be out there for the world to see. Uh, even though that's not my gig, uh, you know, he's a freak of nature. He's amazing. And you couple that with the fact that he's got a work ethic that is just ridiculous. Take away, again, if you don't like the politics, that's totally understandable. If you like the politics, shouldn't make it any different. The fact is, is since the day this guy was anointed as King James at 16 on the cover of Sports Illustrated, he has lived up to every ounce of the hype. I knew when I got drafted as an 18-year-old kid that um, I could play the game of basketball and play it at a high level, even against grown men. Um, one thing I didn't know is that um, the success I would have. And he's lived up to the hype. There's been very few that have been anointed. This. How many times have we watched something and see somebody come through and we thought, well, here comes the next, right? Like It's always the next. And rarely does it live up to the hype. But there are a few out there that do get that annoying. And you just know that something's different. LeBron was one of those things. He was one of those those guys. He was one of those. It was just such a different time that, you know, and a different. He was so much more special than than others. You know, Kevin Durant and even, you know, Kobe and a lot of something about LeBron as well. Straight out of high school uh, into the pros. And the difference is like. You know, like Europe, you see soccer players. They come out, and they're playing ball from a young age. I mean, you know, like Christian Bale, uh, not Christian Bale, uh, Gareth Bale just retired from playing soccer. He's 33 years old. Yeah, 33. He's been a pro soccer player since he was 16. But it's a different world. Basketball's a different world. This guy came out and, uh, you know, again, take away the politics side of stuff. He was something special and still remains to be a freak of nature. 
even at the age that he's at because we also live in a time when athletes are so much better at an older age because of what they can do with their body. It's nuts. 323-538-2423. More on the State of the Union. we got a poll up. What do you think? Did you watch it last night? Uh, let us know. And uh, Woke Wednesday, straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Last night's State of the Union. Wokeness, uh, definitely there. Both sides doing what they do. Very little talk on immigration, on China, uh, on a few other things. But we did manage to sneak some of this in. More than a dozen states are enforcing extreme abortion bans. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. But let's also pass Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. Let's remember the world's watching. First of all, who doesn't think human beings should live with safety and dignity? I'm curious. Are there some people out there that are over the top? Of course, on both sides there is. So let's not pretend that that doesn't happen. People say, you're on both sides. You're always both. What's up? You're both sides, Benson, because you take. No, it's not. both. I call both sides out. That's what you do when you're a human being. I love my kids. I will call them out if they're. If they do something stupid, okay, that's 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 what you do. It's not your both sides. No, no, that's what you do. There are people out there on the right who are ridiculous in the way that they act at times. And there are people out there on the left that think, hey, you know what? Uh, pregnant men, that's a real thing. It happens all the time. And you and I both know that's insane, right? Like, it's okay to have a drag show for kids. Now, that's that you're stupid. Because most people on the left think that's a bunch of hogwash. Hogwash, you say, Chad. He talks about that. But immigration? A split second? China? Nary a time on China. Very, very, very limited time. I think Here, Here's the time he spent on China. Before I came to office, the story was about how the People's Republic of China was increasing its power. And America was failing in the world. Not anymore. And we see competition, not conflict. But I will make no apology. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did. But in the past two years, democracies have become stronger, not weaker. Autocracy has grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Oh, I bet there's a lot that would change places with Xi Jinping. I mean, they may not want to become Xi himself, but they would trade places to have the kind of power and the the unlimited vast amounts of, of manpower and wealth uh, at their hands. I'm sure there's plenty that would absolutely do that, sir. And, and by the way, 
the the media said we were failing in the world because other world leaders who live in a world of wokeness and wackiness didn't like Trump. Uh, and 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 for a long time, people just they, they love America when times are 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 going to hell because they know that even though America is you know we're we're the evil, we're the bad, we're the white privilege, we're all of the things. But when times go south, they look to America and go, "Can you help us?" Right. So it's a love hate relationship. It, I call that jealousy. On the other side of things, uh, that's really all you spent time. Yeah, that's basically it. Again, you, you, you spent more time talking about, you know, abortion and trans issues, which is just insane. Uh, the rebuttal last night. You didn't hear a lot of talk about pregnant men tonight. You didn't hear a lot of talk about some of these crazy things because they're pivoting now to an election mode and they know all that stuff is toxic. So they're trying to pretend it's not happening, but it remains at the core and at the heart of their administration. Not a lot of woke talk tonight. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. It's time for a new generation of Republican leadership. Upon taking office just a few weeks ago, I signed executive orders to ban CRT, racism, and indoctrination in our schools. CRT, that's critical race theory. Do I think it's a bunch of baloney? I absolutely do. Do I think that we need to talk about serious stuff when it comes to race? Yes. Do I think we need to own up to the problems we've had in the past? 100%. Do I think we need to talk about these things? I think absolutely we should talk about them. But we talk about them in a way that, yes, this is where we were. This is our sin. The rest of the world has sin, too. So to say that we're the only ones uh, that has ever had sin would be a lie. But we have also come a long way, a way that many people didn't think that back in that day, people that even were against all the evils that were going on when it came to our government and power would ever think that we would come. We don't talk about that. CRT so much about his punishment and also telling everybody that, hey, the color of your skin defines exactly who you are. And based on the color of your skin, defining exactly who you are, you are either an oppressor or you're the oppressed, which is a bunch of crap. You know it, and I know it. Speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of all ages, it is Wednesday, and we would not get through a Wednesday without, well, being woke. Dear white women, listen. We need to call out white supremacy for what it is, domestic terrorism. Don't let them think they're a good white person. A race is still on the table. That phobia is very much rooted in racism. That's wild. It's y'all, white people, who created this whole binary gender system. If you're genuinely against racism, you have to be opposed to anti-racism. Put everything on black with the racism of the critical race theory when you saw those people in charlottesville coming out of the fields carrying those torches their veins is bulgy i just want to remind you at the end of the day you're still white i might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day that's that's all i'm saying it's time for woke wednesday i to be honest white shenanigans sounds like uh, a weird band what's the name of your band white shenanigans we talk, uh, if you're new to the show, we talk wokeness, wackiness, craziness, and nothing is crazier than if you, you know, what's the old saying? If you, if you go woke, you're broke. And by old saying, I mean it's like four or five months old. This is the new Disney reboot of The Proud Family. It is a cartoon, okay? This is a cartoon. And originally, I believe it came out, oh, back in the 2000s. 
early 2000s, too. Uh, and it went to like the mid 2000s, so from like 2000 ish to like 2005. So they've rebooted it. And man alive, nothing in the world is more exciting for kids than sitting there and watching a cartoon that talks about reparations. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First it was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and... White supremacy. I have to be honest with you. Uh, what? Who's that for? We're not done yet. Come on, continue. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington. Forty acres and a mule. We'll take the forty acres, keep the mule. We, we made, made your, your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order. Slaves built this country. By the way, when they say former presidents, they have a picture of Lincoln, which just makes you laugh. I mean, this is this is the wokeness again. He's soon to be canceled. You know it, and I know it, uh, because that's what it is. Uh, and and it is so funny the way that they go about doing this. Again, this is a cartoon that is going to be on Disney Disney Plus. This so what what what? Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for, for the, the umpteenth time, our account is still outstanding. Because this country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. That. You can kick the mule. Keep the 40. We're taking our freedom. Ah, sounds like fun. That's what kids, you, you, who, what's that about? Honestly. Okay. Again, we could sit here and talk about learning and stuff and, but these are indoctrinations inside of cartoons and it's not just this. It's across the board. I'm raising little ones. What do you teach them, Chad? I teach them to love people, to be kind. What you, what you should teach them. Uh, but. Also, that uh, I teach them reality. Reality is, is look, you're blessed. First and foremost, you're blessed because you're born in this country. So check that on your big board of how blessed you are. And then you can go down the line. The opportunities you're going to have. Why? Well, because dad works hard and he's very fortunate and very blessed. And you can start checking. Well, is, is it only because of the color of your skin? Is that it? Is that, is that the, you know, the other night, and, and, and just a step away, but to still keep it with race. People got on uh, Harry Styles because during his speech and he won the, was it the album of the year and he said, uh, you know, people like me, uh, they don't get this award. And everybody focused on that. It was a white, good-looking guy. I knew what he said. Came from humble beginnings, you know. Uh, you know, didn't come from a lot. If you know anything about a guy, come from a place where everybody talked like this, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, mate? They, they expect a lot out of you, you know. And it was just very interesting because all they focused on, well, he's white. If you look at life, uh, 
through only the lens of white and black, that there is nothing else, that you as a human being don't matter based on the color of your skin. You could be a person who is white and a wonderful individual human being with talent that you cultivate and you take somebody, but all that matters is the only reason you're there is because you're white. There is nothing else that has kept you or helped you get to a position. No matter what has happened to you before, you could have been molested, beaten, grown up in poverty with no parents. All that matters is you're white. And that is the reason that you've had success. And based on the fact of the color of his skin, that automatically you jump to the line as an oppressor. That you teach a little boy or girl that the color of your skin is the only reason that you haven't succeeded in life. Even though maybe you've been given all the ample opportunity. You've grown up in situations that, yes, even though you're black, your mother and father had money, you're well-to-do. But the reason that you failed isn't because of, 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 of anything that you've done. is because of the color of your skin. What are we teaching people that that is the only lens that matters to a human being, that the only thing that matters is the color of your skin. Everything out there is based on the color of your skin. And therefore, no matter what you do, no matter who you are as a person, no matter how you treat other people, no matter how hard you work, no matter any of those things, your failure or success will be strictly on the color of your skin. That is the most disingenuous and harmful thing you could do to a child. And it is stupid. And you know it and I know it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Insta, and all the other things. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. I love my dogs. You love your dogs. Why not give them something that's going to start their life right or maybe keep their life rolling and rocking and healthier, and that is Rough Greens. It is K9 Vita Smart with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369. It is all of this incredible stuff rolled into one amazing package of supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. All you do is sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and watch what happens. They're going to improve their energy. It's going to help their digestive tract. It's going to help their skin. It's going to give them a better feeling when it comes to their aches and their pains and their joints. It's going to take away so much of that inflammation. It is incredible. If you love your dogs like I love my dogs, give this a try. They're going to send you a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything except some shipping, which is like two, three bucks. Try it now. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. The best thing I've done for my dogs, especially my older dog, which is just amazing to still see him alive and kicking. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Let's wrap it up straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. The Biden administration is facing more criticism for allowing the balloon to travel over several military sites. The Pentagon said shooting it down over land would risk lives on the ground. Officials instead deployed U-2 spy planes to follow it. But Democratic and Republican senators who attended a classified briefing are asking, why was the balloon not shot down over Alaska's remote Aleutian Islands, where it was first detected? Yeah, can we have a real conversation about that? I know we touch on it every once in a great while, but uh, uh, why was 
wasn't it? And we talked about it earlier today. I mean, the 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 silliness of why this thing wasn't. And then you go back to, you know, them talking about, well, now we know what those things were that we didn't know what they were back when Trump was president. Uh, so they were UAPs, but now we kind of think they know what they are. Uh, it is it is bizarre. Speaking of UAPs, and it's, it's, it's UFOs, the UAPs now, uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Uh, you know, it, it is very interesting because everybody, you know, one of the things you do when you spot something like this now is you have to call every billionaire in the world and go, hey, have you invented something that you're flying in the sky? <laughs> Right. Because we don't know because there's so many of you have invented stuff and all of you want to go to space. So we're at forty seven thousand feet. So we're above everybody. Nobody's going to go that high. Nobody does. What did you see? So I just happened to look out and I saw a light circling and I thought it's got to be another aircraft. And then I saw another one coming behind it and it was almost two lights doing a 180. They were probably eight or ten thousand feet above us. I mean, they were okay. pretty high. So the first thing I did when I saw it is I looked down at traffic collision avoidance system and I looked down to see if anybody was above us and I didn't see anything. Then all of a sudden there were three lights. That is uh, Mark Holsey, private pilot, uh, pilot for uh, tech billionaires. And again, he's up 47,000 feet. What have I seen? It's a UAP. But again, it's another thing where regular pilots aren't in and around there. So you're, you're flying at a special high altitude. My God, what is that? Could be Could it be a Chinese balloon? So I called air traffic control and I just asked, hey, what's going on? And air traffic control came back and said, oh, no, we have nothing on the radar. This is where it gets a little weird. I thought it was a shooting star. It actually stopped and joined the formation. That That's the one that really, I was like, what the heck? They were orbiting, following us. So if they were following us, they had to be, whatever the maneuvering speed was for the track, I mean, it was the strangest thing I've ever seen. Strange indeed, lad. Strange indeed. What was it? Was it a Chinese balloon? Are you sure it wasn't a Chinese balloon? Because they seem to be very smart. They seem to be, they do stuff, even though they're all blown off track. <laughs> they seem to still be able to maneuver. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, solid fun show today, as always. Again, uh, we asked the question earlier today, did you watch the State O the Union? Uh, it's a poll question today. 72% so far said, nah, did not. 12% said yes. And uh, 15% said, was that yesterday? <laughs> yes, it was. It was last night. No, no, no. Then I didn't watch it. So that really puts it at uh, 87, 89% of people who did not watch the State of the Union, which is not a shock. It's not a big mover and shaker in this world anymore, kids. I'm just going to let you guys know that. It's not. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Solid fun show today. We got you over the hump. I'll have some fun stuff tomorrow. More craziness as always. Plus, I'll have some uh, some updates as we're going out to uh, later today to Radio Row for a Super Bowl stuff. So this should be rather interesting. See if there's anybody out there that uh, is, uh, well, is, is actually interesting. Or if it's just a bunch of people... You know, slocking and selling all their stuff. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Got you over the hump. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.